0: Welcome to the No Happiness Podcast, where the No Happy Endings just happy findings a podcast where we ask three loads of questions, or we used to when we had guests, but now it's just me and Eddie shooting the shit about random things. Um, I've come to the realization, I don't really know who Jack Harlow is, and I think that makes me old.
1: Yo, I don't know who he is either.
0: Like, I, I understand uh, that he's a rapper, couldn't name a single song. Like, even if you played his song, I don't think I would recognize it.
1: Is it? Do you think? Do you think that it's because because it's trash or?
0: Not just. I mean, I'm just old. You know what I mean?
1: You're not even that old, though. Uh,
0: yeah, but I'm just like also out of touch because I don't have like a TikTok or a Facebook and all that or an Instagram. Although Nikki does send me a fair amount of TikToks, so I I know some of the some of the up and things, the up and you coming and and the memes.
1: You get you get some of the references.
0: I do. I do. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes.
1: Yeah. Nah, I think it's just because he doesn't make good music. I've never heard of him, but I also haven't heard like good stuff about him. Mm. I know he's like a celebrity, but other than that,
0: Fair. ain't much there. <sighs> what else is going on? Got second Yo. place in trivia. A. Hey. Still good Dude. stuff, right? Yeah, it was a good time. It was an exciting. Uh, come from the middle of the pack, you know. In the first three, after the first three rounds, we were in the middle of the pack. And yep. then after six rounds, we were like fourth, and then we finished second. It was a good time. That's just today's trivia. I mean, I don't know. Other than that, uh, catching up otherwise, I went top roping for the second time. in like, What
1: exactly is top roping?
0: Uh, top roping is when you climb with a harness, and the rope is attached at the top of the wall. Or the mountain face, if you're outside, I guess. Yeah. So that's what generally people are thinking of when they think of rock climbing.
1: They um, it's there's a reason why you did it.
0: Um, it's good for endurance, so it probably make me a better climber. Because to be honest, I've been climbing the same like level of grade bouldering wise for a while now, and if I progress past it, usually I've I've injured myself or I've just gotten like other things have happened, or I like take a break from climbing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like to train endurance, it's a great way to train endurance. It's also a great way to train moves in a more safe environment because the harness is safer than falling like ten to fifteen feet unexpectedly. Yeah. So yeah, and also Nikki just you know said she wanted to uh, try because she did that when she was a kid. She never tried bouldering when she was a kid. she had been bouldering recently, and so we just decided to go top roping, just learn the knots again, and it was it was a good time.
1: Would you, uh, do you go higher when you go to top roping?
0: Yeah, top roping walls are way higher. Um, bouldering walls are probably like 15 feet max, I would guess. I, I don't know if I'm guessing like distances correctly, but I'm gonna say like 15 feet max. And boulder or top rope walls are probably like 50, 50 feet up, maybe higher yeah. than that. Cool. Yeah, it's a good time. Some I just uh, trained some different skills.
1: I, I won my soccer game yesterday.
0: Oh, that's good stuff.
1: Yeah, we we lost our game on Sunday, and I'm not part... That's the team that I'm not a big fan of, so I'm not in a group chat with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny story about that is that, like, when we went out for drinks after, one of the girls like, hey, like, Marco, the captain that I don't like. She was like, oh, Marco added someone, but they left. Like, whose, whose number was that? And I was like, oh, that was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, why, why'd you leave?" And I'm like, "Uh, well, I told them I didn't like Marco. I right. just told them I didn't like him. I thought I didn't want to like make up some story or make up some excuse. Yeah, but I rather tell the truth and be confrontational mm-hmm. than lie about it
0: and be a little bitch. Stuff. Yeah. But, so anyway, saying it's the best policy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The truth." Uh so because I'm not a group chat, I didn't realize it, but no one basically none of our offensive players went to our game on Sunday. I guess like everything something came up for all of them. So essentially, yeah, it was it was a rough time. Uh we lost 2-1, but it just puts in perspective like, yo, we did that, we did that without any of our forwards. Mm-hmm. So I think we did okay. It was rough, but it is what it is. Uh so yesterday, Monday. I, uh, during a game, uh, I was kind of like sore. So I started off pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like super stiff. Yeah. Um, but within like the first, like during the first half, I played defense. Um, it's five on five. So it's a very small field. So I started out on defense cause that's how I started the season. And honestly, we've won every game that I've played defense. So, I mean, we just kind of kept the, kept the rep, what you call it? We kept the recipe. Yeah. When I played Academy, I um, that's where I played. So I'm a very, and that's, I don't know. I've always been very defensively minded because I can make those reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, so yeah. So we've been doing pretty well in defense. I mean, I can play offense too, but like everyone, some of the guys on the team are good enough to where they can just play wherever and do well. So the recipe's been working for a team. I'll do what the team needs. I was playing there. Uh, I scored a goal in the first half and we were winning like, I think 2-0, 3-0 zero, zero, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. By the end of the first half But like I was kind of irked Because I, you can say that The other team didn't know how to play In the way that like There's certain things you do and you don't do Right? Mm-hmm. So like when you're Essentially when you're like trying to fight For a ball or tackling or what, Making a challenge for the ball or whatever uh, It's a little trick that the More experienced players use Where like they'll put their hand In front of you or they'll put the arm, they'll stick their arm out in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, kind of like leverage, like to shield the ball out. Uh, but yeah. as a defender, you can also do that too. So usually, so at the higher level, there's a lot of hand checking going on, mm-hmm. and the refs kind of let you get away with it because it's 50-50, Like the refs are going to call it. Yeah. During these rec leagues, like you don't see it too often, and some of the more competitive guys would do it, but that's fine. Like I'll do it back to you. Like I have no problem, you know. Uh, but like some of these guys are they're pretty bad and they were doing it because they don't know any better. And usually when you play sports with people who don't know how to play, you're more likely to get hurt that way. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling some type of way by the end of the first half. Um, not to, and to, to top it off, like one of their players like hand checked me and I was like, oh, so it's like that. And then they told me to stop complaining. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So the second half started. The second half started, and I uh they I sat out to start off the second half because I played the whole first half pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking to some of the guys who were watching, and I'm like, "Yo, now that that player that was talking shit to me was in goal, yo, when I get on the field, I'm just gonna fuck him up." So <laughs> when I came in, I uh, when I came in, I ended up scoring a goal like a couple minutes later. But that's not before, like, I just ripped a few shots at them. And at that point, like, I'm not even aiming to, sh- like, score because we were up. I was aiming just to, like, literally hit it as hard as I can at them.
0: Yeah. Just to be a dick. Sure. And to God make things... Damn.
1: Yeah, so eventually score was, like, I think, like, 5-0. And then they scored one. Um, They scored one on, like, a counterattack, which was, like, eh. But, like, mm-hmm. so so score's 5-1. They scored one. And one of the guys on the team like... Yeah, let's keep doing it. Yeah, let's score one more. Yeah, let's go, team. And a play earlier, he I went up for a ball in the air, and I, like, I felt him push me from behind. Yeah. So at this point, I'm irked. hmm So because he said that, uh, so we kick off. They give me the ball. I dribble past two defenders, and I just score. Like 10 seconds after they scored. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like you completely crushed their morale. Because after I scored, the one guy got so mad. He's like, "Come on!" and whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, y'all some bitches." <laughs> uh, but also at the same time, I was started playing a lot. Like you could say, I, you could say I started playing a lot dirtier because I definitely took it personal, one hundred percent. Like I got in my bag. Like I, like typically when I play, I'll, I'll do the the Michael Jordan thing. Where I'll come up with like a, like a
0: uh, you can say like, like a reason to be mad.
1: Yeah, I definitely play better when I'm mad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yo, I got my bag. I wasn't having none of it. So I scored that third goal. Uh, So it's essentially a hat trick for me. And then we ended up winning the game like 7-1 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was playing dirty, so they were getting mad and they were talking shit. I'm like, yo. And I was talking shit back. At the end of the game, uh, I went to go shake hands and one of the guys was like, yo, you need to chill out. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, stop being a little pussy. I told him that. And he was like, yo, like, you know, I forgot what he said. Because at this point, there's nothing no one can say to me that really would bother me. I'll just keep mm-hmm. talking shit. I was like, oh, what was score? What was score? Scoreboard? What was score again? I was like, yeah, that's where right. I get the fuck off the field, you bitch. And then, so like, they didn't get, they got mad. And then like, some of the guys who came watch the game <laughs> were talking shit for me. And like, they didn't say anything. Because, I mean, they were, they were in the feelings. They just lost. Yeah, fun time. So that was my game yesterday. God, no. Yeah, they were talking mad shit. I don't... It's like... It's like, if you're good, like, I get it. Like, when you Mm -hmm. play against more experienced players, like, it's a mutual understanding that, like, you're both gonna, like, do what... You're gonna gonna do the small things to try to get an edge, right? And I'm not gonna take that personal, but when you're bad and you're talking shit, bruh, come on. Come on now. (laughs) But yeah. Um... So yeah, that's, that's been, that's my weekend. That's how, that's, that's all that's new with me.
0: Yeah, alright. I mean, I don't know that we're going to have a specific topic. We, we talked about a couple of things, right? Because we, both of us have been playing Elden Ring. You've been playing Elden Ring for a while. I've been playing recently, yeah. kind of dropping in and out. I've got like, I think I've got like, I don't know, something like seven or eight hours of actual play because I definitely left the menu open once for a while. Yeah. But it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Don't my don't one criticism of the game, actually, is that I think, in my opinion... So, let me just go into, like, the thought process of the game real quick. Basically, in Souls games, they want you to die a lot. They don't actually want you to die a lot, but you're going to die a lot just because that's how they go. Um, But when you die, you lose these things called runes. Runes are both your experience points and your money. And if you die consecutively without retrieving your runes, you lose them forever. My only complaint about this in particular is that this is a fine system, but I think in a game that has jump puzzles, it actually discourages trying the jump puzzles, if that makes sense. And that's just from like a game design standpoint. Like I understand that the game is meant to be hard, but I do think they're actually discouraging trying the jump puzzles because of the nature of jump puzzles and how yeah. sketchy they can be based on like your camera angle, for example. And then losing your runes on that is like ah, that's that's a pain.
1: Yeah, I feel that. You you're supposed to spend your
0: runes before you uh, try like another thing. That's that's no, I I mean, yeah, I get the I get the concept. I'm not saying like I understand the game. Like I understand (laughs) that you spend the runes, but I'm just saying like if you're at the midpoint, like let's say your level up is six thousand runes, you have twenty five hundred, and you see a jump puzzle. Should you want to do that jump puzzle? In my opinion, from a game design standpoint, you should want to try that jump puzzle. But in this case, I don't think that you would try that jump puzzle because you're like 40% of the way. And it's like, well, if you lose it, because like one thing Elden Ring does forgive is like it doesn't put your runes where you died. It puts your runes if you fell at the top of the fall, which is forgiving, which makes a ton of sense to me. but my only but my thing is this right is that if you're trying to peek around these angles and stuff and trying to like get these jumps correct to basically miss jump twice and lose your runes is kind of a shitty like progression because it's not encouraging doing the like playing the game if that makes sense
1: there aren't that many i don't remember there being that many jump puzzles
0: i mean yo if you're going to defend every single thing about elden ring feel free no no no, no no no. Whether or not it's a jump puzzle, there are places you can jump to that are fruitless, but they do exist. Yeah. So like you can run on these ledges and you can jump on these ledges and once in a while you do get an item, right? So they do reward it.
1: Yeah. But
0: there are a lot of times where it's dead ends, which I get. That's not the issue. My issue <laughs> is is the rune system with the yeah. jump puzzles. Which do I you... think is again discouraging the way like you would they, play cuz like basically if you die to a boss, the game yeah. encourages you to die to that boss like 10 times before you learn how to fight it because you just go and you pick up the rune before you fight the boss again, right? Yeah. But if you fuck up a jump puzzle midway through, then you have to do that jump puzzle perfectly again till midway through to get your runes again to try it again. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. No, I, I get that. Are you are you the kind of person that like, if you die, you're gonna, okay, let's just say like runes aside, right? Mm-hmm. So you died a hard section. You die in a hard section. Are you the kind of person to keep doing again until you get it?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Dang,
1: you're one of those guys. I- that would drive me insane.
0: I mean, do you- but it that's the thing. Do you get
1: do you get worked up though every time you die or you fail doing it?
0: No, because like like I said, I think I treat Elden Ring really casually. So yeah. like I know a lot of people take it very like I mean pl- take all of their games or play games very seriously. There's nothing and there's games that I do take very seriously or I have taken very seriously in the past. But Elden Ring, I'm, like, super casual about. Like, if I die, I die. If I lose my runes, I lose my runes. I just, like, yeah. what I was bringing up before as a game design standpoint. But, like, honestly, if it's an open-world game and you want to try and beat something that you shouldn't be, like, at or you're, like, 20 levels under, yeah. I mean, it's it's just, like, fun sometimes. Like, I, I think an example of that is, like, Hades, for example, is a roguelike game and you'll restart the story or not the story, but you'll restart, like, your run every time you die, right? Yeah. But you can run into some secret bosses, and you can either choose not to fight those secret bosses or fight those secret bosses, depending on whatever you decide to do on that particular run. Yeah. But unless you're trying to complete, you're going to go there with a specific purpose, and it's like, you might as well do what's the challenge is, is yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. the example is is, I would definitely basically 90% of the time I try to just keep redoing it because it's skill based. And that's what's fun about the game is to do yeah. something that's skill based. Because like, I don't actually know that this is true. But I assume in theory, it is probably possible to beat the final boss of the game right out of the box.
1: Uh, it's funny you say that because I think it is I mean, so I'm, I'm obviously not attempting this. But there are videos of people do, playing the game and they'll play it under certain conditions, and one of the conditions was, "Can you beat the game at level one? Mm-hmm. Like you don't level up at all. like you just run through all of it. Can you beat the game doing this? or like some another person was like, "Can you beat the game only using a shield? Mm-hmm. or and another like there's ton of videos video out there, videos out there like that, where like they'll do they'll play the game under certain conditions, but yeah you're you're right, like it's 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 insane. Like I would never subject myself to that kind of torture because I'm the kind of guy that like you know, if I die, like, three, four times doing the same thing again, I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's uh, let's be smart about this and try a different method or something. I don't know. But you're right. Yeah. There's, like, a skill aspect to it where, like, you, you're able to nail that combo and finally to be, defeat the boss or, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah. honestly, I mean, that's, like... That goes back to, like, playing Mario Brothers and doing, like, the time trial puzzles. Yeah. And, you know, like, doing the perfect jumps and, like, doing the perfect jump sequence. And, like, you... You lose that, like, the first, like, 20 times unless you're just, like, super, super good at, like, jump puzzles or just, like, naturally good at Mario Bros. Whatever it might... Like, my point is, is, like, if you're doing the time trials, you know that you're going to F up because you're learning the timings of, like, swinging across the chains or, like, this is a full jump, this is a half jump, this is a spin jump, this is a whatever, right? Yeah. And so it's, like, perfect execution when you get it. And it's, like, that's super satisfying. That's why, I, I mean, I treat it similarly when I do, like, when I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm just, like, yeah, I mean... I'm never, like, mad at the game because it's like, well, I mean, I could have just done this better or I could have dodged here or I could have, you know, been more efficient about this kill. So, like, there's people who I think I've heard complain about the game and I get it. It's a difficult game. But in terms of, like, game design, there's never a fight that I'm like, yo, I can't believe that this is some shit. Like, you, you can't have won. Like, there's some things that are, like, stupid for sure. Like, yeah. there's fights that you cannot... Win if you don't expect them, for example. Because, yeah. like, I think I was like randomly riding a horse in like the lake or something, or I don't remember exactly where. And like, a fucking dragon dropped on top of my head and like killed me instantly. And I was like, all right, like, I understand I could have maybe dodged this had I just known, but like, or like, maybe I needed to watch a shadow in the back left pixel.
1: No, no, no. I think, like, that's like you said, like, the game's design, the game is pretty much designed for you to die yeah yeah it is i don't think it's possible for you to play the game throughout not knowing like not already expecting things there's no way for you to play the game throughout and not die
0: yeah i mean yeah that's that's what i'm saying and i'm just like i understand it's part of the game so i don't have an issue with it and the runes generally when you die to stupid shit or like not stupid shit when you die to things that are like um meant to be surprises they yeah. they move the rune retrieval out of that spot usually, so it's not like a dragon is just sitting on top of your runes usually. Like yeah. they randomly ganked you, and they move it like ten clicks left or some shit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Would
0: you? Yeah, so like I said, I think the game is a super fun game, and the way I play it is yeah, I'm like super under leveled, going exploring into these like way higher level like castles and shit, and trying to like fight these like things that are like or, like, one-shotting me, but I'm trying to sneak around and, like, poke them and then run away and then sneak around and poke them. When really, I mean, the most efficient way to play probably is to do a little bit of grinding. Pro- like, on your first Maybe. run, I'm guessing to do a little bit of grinding is probably an efficient way to play. But, you know. Um, uh, it's a, also satisfaction.
1: It's... it's The cool thing I like about this game, though, it's not too grindy in the way to, like... For me, like, I would just go around exploring, right? And then yeah. the next thing you know I find a cave a Dungeon, I find a dungeon and I go through that dungeon. And while I'm going through that dungeon, I ended up like getting a ton of runes and leveling up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like stuff like that. I think that's what's so cool about the game because there's so yeah. much in it's the map. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. So, like, I think like 60% of the content is just all side quests. So, like, you really could just like speed run through and just do all the main bosses, but like, there's so many yeah. other like bosses and like side content and stuff. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like so, would you say that this is like a good indicator that you like to always do things the hard way?
0: Not always. No. <laughs> Generally, like if it's if it's work related or if yeah. it's like if it's if it involves somebody else or if it's work related, then I'm always a person that's like, all right, measure twice, cut once, or measure twice, code once, whatever the phrase you want to use for like where it's like, Yeah. If somebody presents a problem, I don't tell them I can solve that problem. I tell them, let me think about this to solve this the most efficient way, basically. Yeah. And then in that case, I'm like, all right, well, you know, you need to lay out the floor plan and then build vertically after you lay out the floor plan. Because if you just build vertically, you're just stacking dominoes and it's all just going to fall. Bad dominoes. Exactly. And it's just going to be way slower than if we initially build this framework And then we scale all the way up because now we have 10 people who can do this job as opposed to one person who can do this job, you know, like stuff like that is, yeah, I'm not a person that's like, do this the hard way when it comes to like video games. I just get, you know, I'm just used to it. Like you die to the same boss. I'm like, all right, well, let me try and kill this boss a different way. Like, that's also just the nature of playing like JRPGs when I was growing up. And like you randomly fight a boss you didn't expect to, and you die, and it's game over. And it's like, I could go grind, or I could <laughs> say that I executed this fight wrong, and I'll just try like a different, you know, tactic yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel that. Do you? Uh, are you? Would you ever? Dr- where do you draw the line, though? Right. Like, where do you draw the line at the point where, like, all right, this is not doable. I need to go try a different method.
0: I think if you feel like it's not doable.
1: It both, but that's the thing, right? So, what is your what is your limit? Like for me, even not including games, like in even IRL, right? Let's just say, like mm-hmm. I try to shortcut something because it seems like the best, the most efficient way to do it, and then it ends up not working out. Like, do mm-hmm. I try it again, or do I just do it the like the way it's supposed to be done?
0: I think this is in general like the life philosophy of Did you feel like there was enough progress? You know what I mean? Yeah so like um we we use volleyball a lot because i've just like i'm going through the process of learning volleyball and learning some of the mechanics and like how to do things better and like um if you if you try and learn a skill at volleyball if you try and learn hitting in volleyball for example but the only thing you ever do is play games play like pickup and you play like in games you might not be, you get to a certain point that like you might not be absorbing the progress that you want to absorb. So then you take a step back and you go take a clinic or you like watch YouTube videos and you train specifically just hitting, right? That would be my version of like, okay, you step back and you grind as opposed to running your head against this wall, trying to beat a team. Like it's not exactly the same concept, but like let's say you're trying to beat this one team by hitting better and you're constantly Hitting out, or you're not like hitting hard, or whatever it is, but you're only doing this in game in this scenario in like league games or whatever, as opposed to your going so, like, the level of progress that you receive. If you were getting better each and every time to a point that you found satisfactory, I think you would keep playing the game. However, yeah. if you get stonewalled enough times and you realize that, like, wow, we keep losing 25 20, and I'm always hitting like three or four balls out per game, and it's like, you hit that plateau and you're no longer feeling progress then yeah you go grind right so it's like the same thing conceptually in games and real life to me like if you feel a certain level of progress is happening an acceptable level for the amount of time that you put in then you keep doing that method but if you don't feel it then you're just like yeah I got to try something else yeah which yeah. is which is correct thinking but also flawed thinking depending on what the process is yeah because like lifting for example right if you're if you're lifting or if you're trying to like get six-pack abs swole if you're trying to get swole and you eat correctly for a week you'll probably feel some results the first time you eat correctly for a week or like eat like healthy foods and count your calories and your macros but like at some point you're going to feel like you hit a plateau and then you feel like you're not going to break through it and then actually it takes another like three weeks of doing it to break through like you know what i mean yeah so yeah that is my my theory on the matter is that it the wrong way i mean the hard way is not often is not always the right way but we do end. i do end up doing it the hard way a lot so. yeah
1: yeah I'm definitely uh I'm definitely not i'm like that i kind of think the opposite honestly yeah yeah for me like i'll i'll take the shortcut or i'll try to do it the easiest way I always Mm -hmm. look for the easiest way no matter what it is. And sometimes, a lot of times, you don't know what's the easiest way. But it gets to a certain point where like uh it's almost in like insane to like try the same thing over and over again and expect different results. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for me, like at least like in like in if we're we're talking about this this game that uh we've been talking about. Yeah, if like if we're talking about Elden Ring, Mm -hmm. like if I die to a boss about like Five, six times, then I'll I'll start thinking like, all right, I need to start switching stuff up. Like either like try different like, I don't know, weapons or different like methods or like, I'll actually, you know, I'll start looking stuff up. And then after like 10, 12 times, I'm like, all right, you know what? Maybe I should look up a walkthrough. Like is, maybe there's something I'm missing here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but you're right though. Sometimes it comes to a point where like there's just certain bosses where you just got to grind out and you just have to like be better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why, I I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it it depends on the situation, I guess. If, like, if progress and results is the ultimate goal at that particular moment, then, yeah, maybe take a step back and just find what would be the quote-unquote easier way slash smart method, I guess. It depends. But there is value in, like, learning to do things the hard way just because, like, if you learn how to fight certain bosses, in, and we're using Elden Ring as this continuous example, like, if you learn all of the quirks of a certain, like, mob or monster, then yeah. you can basically fight any version of that monster for the rest of the game. And so there is value in that, but the, the speed of arrival on learning the technique to fight a particular monster and whether it will pay off doesn't necessarily translate unless, like, you knew the game, I guess, if that makes sense. Nah. Yeah. Because, like, uh, if you use Pokemon as an example... Like, if you fucking train your Squirtle the whole game, it can obviously carry you through the game. And if it's level 100 and you're killing things that are level 50, that's great. But, like, also, if you learned the typings in the game, then you could have just leveled, like, three Pokemon to, like, level 50. And you probably would have cleaned up the whole game way quicker, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of that, like, that interesting, like, I don't know. Do you want to... Do you want to fight the guy that trained 10,000 different kicks one time or do you want to fight the guy that trained one kick 10,000 times?
1: Definitely the former.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's not like to say that the the easy way is always wrong because that's what I was saying is like there's a level of efficiency somewhere in the middle is yeah, actually you find that. the actual, yeah, the breaking point or the the covering point. Right. But I don't know how to find that all the time. <laughs>
1: Uh, to be honest to me it doesn't seem like you want to find it
0: (laughs) when in regards to elden ring i don't really care if like i said if if my goal was to beat elden ring then it would be different but my goal really isn't to beat elden ring really it's just have some fun and troll around in this universe that's that's a good time like i said it's a well-designed game it's super fun to play and like learn how to fight and try the different mechanics in the game and see how it goes yeah, if the goal was to beat the game and like beat it as quickly as possible, then yeah, I would I would probably go about it a little differently. But you know, yeah. you feel the true pain of losing like a level worth of runes or whatever, and you're like, "Fuck, I should have just went to the grace."
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Or that like what kills me is when you uh, you don't realize you have a certain amount, you run somewhere, and then you get bopped.
0: Yeah. Yep. Lost then you on a retrieval skin. mission with this fucking horse.
1: Yeah. And then you get bopped.
0: Yeah. Yep. On a jumping puzzle. <laughs> good times. Good times. But I mean, yeah, that's doing things I don't know, like again, it's weird because when you're a kid you kind of lean learn you kind of need to learn to do things the hard way. Because it's not always gonna be an easy way. Yeah. But then the opposite is true is that like if you only learn to do things the hard way, then you end up spending a lot of effort that you didn't need to. All right? So I guess the answer is to learn both. Increase your toolkit. Struggle. But There's not too much. the struggle.
1: <laughs> well, what else new with you, Brian?
0: Um I'm not going to play Nikki and I are not going to play volleyball next season. Gasp. Yeah.
1: Do you want to you want to you want to talk about that?
0: Uh, I mean, we just made the decision today, basically. So we were just talking about it. And it's like, with summer coming up, the there are going to be some Thursdays that we want back, basically. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to attend all of the games as it stands. So it was like, okay, well, that's one drawback. And then the other part of it, too, is that like, with the thursdays that's one thing and then the other thing is that like we were thinking about adding a third day to climbing because we're climbing twice a week right now and yeah. she really enjoyed top roping and i thought top roping was fun so if we add a third day of climbing it might be a little bit too much like um it just might be difficult to maintain that level of activity because sometimes like me me in particular i'm kind of like I, I can do activity every day as long as my body holds up, but like there's no promise that the body will hold up because it's so many if. different movements. If it holds up. Yes. <laughs> if it holds up. Yeah. And then also on top of that, um, the games are just, they can be far and they can be late at night. So, yeah, it's just not worth it. Uh, I think like, I think we just wanted a more flexible schedule for, in, in terms of like just like scaling back uh, into a little bit more of a casual setting for now. So like yeah. being able to go to like meetups and just play some chill volleyball as opposed to, not that FXA is like currently super competitive, but it's it's it was the combination of factors basically. It was like, all right, well you know we can take a season off and reevaluate when it's next time around.
1: Yeah, plus like you don't need that stress. It's stressful trying to win games be, all yeah. the time. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean honestly, when I play because like because inherently like I don't know that they competition is necessarily tougher or anything like that but it's more so like because it's a competitive environment and you want to win i you get jacked up to play the games or you get upset when you lose and like in win or lose after volleyball games in league i i have trouble sleeping that same night and that's like i've been working on trying to downregulate after doing any physical activity because like Climbing inherently has some adrenaline involved because you're going up in heights unless you're like super used to it and winning a a volleyball game that in leagues or losing, like I said, volleyball also inherently has a little bit. I mean, any sport has inherently has adrenaline attached to it. So if you don't like down regulate that out of you when you finish playing, it can, you know, you can still stay jacked up and it can mess with your sleep a little bit.
1: Well, I think, like, what it is is it's the level of intensity, right?
0: hmm
1: Yeah. I mean, I think about it all the time when it comes to soccer. Like, I see all these people who can do all this stuff. But I'm like, how are you when it comes game time, right? When the pressure's yeah. on, when someone's mm-hmm. in your face, when you have, like, you know, when things are just happening so fast, you, you don't have time to think about it. You don't have time to, like, you know? Yeah. It's it's a lot. You're, you're almost like, yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I'm the same way, like, where after games, I'll I, I usually have trouble sleeping.
0: Yeah, I think like honestly, maybe I should like eat after games or something. I that might come, but like, um, I think so. Sure. Push, you eat after games? No, honestly, I don't. I'm trying to be like the thing I've been doing recently with eating is that because literally the last like four weeks, I would say we've been eating really like, uh, Coffee? abundantly on the weekend. Yeah. Just like, cause it's like restaurants, there's birthdays, it's like, this person's in town, this is a birthday, this is a person we have to go see, this is a party, this is a whatever, this is like, we're celebrating this or that. Yeah. So like the eating schedule gets out of whack, you eat a ton of food, you eat out, you eat a lot of this and that. And like what's been easier for me to kind of re-regulate that is to just kind of like fast for a day. And it's not always a full 24 hour fast, but maybe it's like a 20 hour fast or like two days in a row, it's 20 hours. Yeah. And that seems to just be, like, easier to, like, get back on track to, like, the body feeling normal. Because otherwise, like, I feel like if I eat Korean barbecue and then I eat something else and then I, you know, eat again because it's Mother's Day and, like, we're going to visit or, like. Because, like, when you're in these environments, it's harder to eat what you want to eat. Because, like, especially when we visit Nikki's parents, for example, they're they're vegetarians. So, like, I most of that food doesn't necessarily agree with me. Uh, and but the other challenges is like I'll also feel super bloated just because like I eat not low carb on purpose, but I just don't generally eat a lot of carbs unless it's rice and I just haven't been eating rice recently because, you know, you're just trying to keep the calories lower sometimes. Right. I feel so, that. that's why I'm saying like fasting has been an easy way for me to kind of like keep things on schedule. So like fast during the week and then uh, you know, eat whatever on the weekend and that basically keeps it at maintenance, but
1: Do you eat before you climb, or play volleyball? No,
0: I generally don't. Mm. Because when I, if I eat before I climb, I just feel heavy. If I eat, if I'm gonna eat, like you mean like right before I climb, or you mean like an hour or two, or what?
1: Yeah, just in general. Like how typically before you both both play volleyball and climb, how long before those do you eat?
0: Um, It depends on the volleyball front because we play such late games. But for climbing, it's probably, like, at least an hour beforehand. Usually, like, three or four, depending on what I'm, like... Depending on what my eating window is that day.
1: Yeah. No, I'm the Um, same way. I feel like uh, you definitely shouldn't, like, weigh yourself down with food.
0: Yeah, and with volleyball, because some of our games are, like, 11 p.m., then I'll probably have eaten my last meal at, like, four. So, it'll probably be, like, seven hours since I ate or something.
1: (laughs) Goddamn. Yeah. I think for me, like... Uh, I play better when I'm hungry, but not like. But I think there's like a limit to it. Like for example, like if I had a game at eleven, dude, like I definitely eat dinner at seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. For me, it's like I try to aim like four ish hours before my like games. So mm-hmm. like, if I have a game at nine, I could probably sneak in like a meal when I get home, like a small meal. But I definitely try to play like hungry ish. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier for me. Want to like for me. Want to. Kill, go kill someone
0: yeah but also just like for me i just i i just don't i'm not a small meal person like once i start eating i eat until i'm satisfied yeah no way no
1: bueno. yeah, yeah i've been with that i've been in regards to that it's, it's, it's funny you bring that up too because i've no. i've been paying more attention to my body and how like there's times where i can eat like a whole ass plate right mm-hmm. But like prior to getting there usually there's a certain point where you're like i'm content mm-hmm. but you keep eating yeah. and I noticed, and I don't know. I'm sure you noticed that too.
0: Yeah, that brain signal is broken in me.
1: Oh, so you don't get that?
0: No, I I probably do get that, but also like, it's so like deeply ingrained in my brain to like finish food that I can't like not do it, and it's such a bad habit. I've talked about it before. Yeah. I um. But, yeah
1: it's uh, funny today at work we're talking about like I got lunch with two of my coworkers. one of them is Catholic the other one's Jewish mm-hmm. uh, they're both not super strict or anything but their parents are kind of like strict-ish but they're mm-hmm. not like, they don't, they're not like huge religious people now but mm-hmm. so they were asking me about Buddhism because I don't think a lot of people I don't they've never really talked to a Buddhist so to me I was just telling them like it's more like a way of life just understanding like nothing in life is permanent and you can't really put attachment to things so like the attachment to that thought that I need to finish food. I used to think like that too because I mean, who what Asian parent didn't raise their kids to finish food, right? Yeah. But to me it's like, yo I paid $10 for this burrito bowl. That $10 is gone. So why should I force myself to finish all this food when I know I'm full? So at the end of the day, this 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 probably some people I will probably get some slack for this, but like I'll I'll throw away food if I am full and I'm not going to, like, try to force myself to finish it. You know what I mean?
0: I think, overall, that's a more healthy attitude to go about it in terms of you specifically. Like, people will make an argument about, like, oh, you're wasting this or that or et cetera, et cetera. But, like, (laughs) to be honest, like, there's a... (laughs) That goes back to the idea that, like, well, why can't you go to, like, a hot bar and get exactly as much food as you want? It's because hot bars are expensive as fuck. Yeah. They're always a rip. There's like there's no cost efficient way to get your money's worth at Whole Foods. You know what I mean? Like this. Right.
1: And this is a completely
0: different thing, but.
1: Yes, completely different thing. But but yeah, man.
0: This is actually a pretty interesting topic, honestly. Like eating and like how you process the thought process of how you eat and what you want to eat. For sure. Yo, if you're
1: listening, if you're listening and you have you want to you chime in on the conversation? Feel free to send us an email. Send us a text. We're or
0: here. if you want us to dive deeper into this particular topic, send us an email or text, and then we'll do a full-ass episode yeah, about eating we'll and processing and
1: thoughts. Yeah, because Willie do like eating.
0: He do. I also love eating.
1: I also love eating. Let's be real. We all love eating. But yeah, I think... You Willie huh? in particular has a very strong opinion when it comes to food. So I'm curious to see what he what he has to say you about it. You
0: also her. have a very strong opinion when you come to when it comes to food. You're you're a huge food snob.
1: I'm not a I'm not a food snob. I just yeah. I just don't have Okay, what it is is <laughs> Oh, I, I'm not a food snob. What it is is if I'm paying for something, I expect like a certain level of, you know. So like if I pay like for like a plate of food, that joint better be worth $45. You know what I mean? But if I pay like $20 for a plate of food and it's like absolute garbage and I could have had a better experience at McDonald's off the dollar menu, you know I'm feeling this type of way about it. The price point has to match. So I'm all about the value. (laughs) Like I'll pay $5 for like a whole plate of fried rice. It'll just be plain shrimp fried rice, whatever, nothing special. That will be my favorite place to eat for lunch for, like, forever. I'm all, all about the value. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's more to dissect on this particular one because I don't know that that's completely true. But we'll come back to that. That's another episode for another day. I feel attacked. You should. Thanks for listening to the No Happiness Podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. You can also email the podcast at podcast at gmail.com. That's nohappinesspodcast at gmail.com. It's a slightly different outro. Not that it's really, but anyways. Peace it
1: out. It's it's a little bit different because Brian actually thanked you guys for listening.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But we are appreciative. Thanks for hanging out.
0: No happiness podcast at gmail.com.
1: Peace.